Just for the purposes of information and clarification, we would like to inform you that Markaz Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah is an independent radio station. And whatever you hear during the ad breaks on Radio Al-Ansar as well as on Sirius FM, those are the ads that's aired by those radio stations, not by Markaz Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. It's an independent radio station. Mukti Sahib as well as the directors of Markaz Sahaba Online is not responsible or accountable for anything even before the program had started and also when the program ended and also during the ad break. This is just for purposes of clarification. The voice of And each one of us will have to present ourselves before you on that day. Yalla, don't open our files, Yalla. Don't open our files, Yalla. Your Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, Man husiba faqad nukisha. The one whose files are open will be destroyed. Other people, their hisab will be on their, their hisab will be on their sins. Yalla, Yalla, even our good deeds, Yalla, we will have to, we will be taken to task for that, Yalla. What kind of salah we performed? There wasn't one sajda that we made in your love, Ya Allah. There wasn't one fast that was worthy of presenting to you. Every gutter, every every hair of our bodies, <laughs> underneath it is a gutter of sins, Ya Allah. <laughs> Ya Allah, we admit we are the worst of the worst, Ya Allah. We are the lowest of the low, Ya Allah. You are the purest of the pure, Ya Allah. We have come with a mountain of sins before you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. This Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies, Capital Air, Capital Decor, and Kate Equip, for the benefit of the Ummah. Peace be upon you, the mercy of Allah and His blessings on the 17th day of Safar 1445. The Zakat Nisab is 9,000 rands, the Mahar is 22,600 rands, and the minimum Mahar is 500 rands. A very warm welcome to esteemed Mufti Sahib as well as to the directors, sound engineers of the various radio stations, and you, the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations as well. Keeping in mind, the it's a live broadcast from Marka Saba online, Voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Strand as well as on Radio Al Ansar. We commence by welcoming Mufti Saib onto the program. Mufti Saib, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, and Jazakallah Khairan for joining us once again. Wa Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, Barakallahu Fikum, Hafiz Wadi, Jazakallah Khairan.
Mufti Sahib, please do take us through Surah number 62, Surah Jumu'ah, Ayah number 9 from Ya Iyuhal Ladina Amanu Iza Nudiya Lissada. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasulihil Kareem. Amma bad. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Suratul Jumu'ah, chapter 62, comprising 11 verses. Two, three virtues of it one should know. Number one, it is the only surah chapter in the Noble Quran that is dedicated to a particular day. You will not find in the 114 chapters and surahs of the Noble Quran that the entire surah chapter is dedicated to one particular specific day. So therefore we say, Al-Jumu'ah, that Friday is Sayyidul Ayyam, the best day of the week and the leader of all the days of the week. Like how we say Surah, how we say Shahru Ramadan. So the only month that is mentioned explicitly in the Noble Quran is the month of Ramadan. And that's why Ramadan Mubarak becomes, remember, the Sayyidu Shuhur. And that is leader of all the months. Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 185. So yeah, also we should understand that. He Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu sallam for Jumma Salat, Jumma prayer, Friday prayer. Normally, would read Sabbihisma Rabbikal A'la and Hal Ataka Hadithul Ghashia after Surah Fatiha in both rakats, but sometimes and occasionally the Master would recite in the first rakat the entire Surah Tul Jumu'ah, and that is chapter 62, 11 verses, and in the second rakat, second unit, the Master would recite Surah 63, Surah Munafiku also comprising 11 verses. Now, chapter 62, verse 9. Remember that all Allah revealed these verses there in Medina Munawwara, and this was on the heart Mubarak of the Master, salam. Sahaba who had shops, they were doing agriculture, farming, and so much, so forth. Ya ayyuhallazina amanu, ay iman walo, O you who believe, 89 different places. And if you look at it conversely, all Allah addresses the non-Muslims, irrespective of which religion denomination they belong to only once. Chapter 66, verse number 7, that also to humiliate and disgrace them. Ya ayyuhalladzina kafaru, O you non-Muslims who are sane and mature, la ta'atadhirul yom. Today, the day of justice, the day of judgment, do not cite any excuses. Innama tujuzonama kuntum ta'amalun. Surely, definitely, you will only be punished because of the deeds that emanated from you. So, therefore, no excuses, nothing negotiable. Chapter 66, verse 7, and that is to humiliate the non Muslims who are sane and mature. Muslim people were true iman. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu. Every time all Allah mentions us is to elevate the believer and then motivate, inspire, propel us into doing something, some action, or to abstain.
refrain from something. Ida nudi ali salatimi yawmil jumu'ah. When the adhan is given for the Jumma salat on a Friday, nudia. It means the adhan should be loud. Nida. Nida means vocative. So today we have our mics and so forth, so that's good. And mashallah, which adhan is meant? The first adhan. For example, I was in Heidelberg this past Friday. So there the adhan went 12.25. So in Durban, 12.10, 12.15. That first adhan. Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib, Rahimamullah, the Grand Mufti of Pakistan, has mentioned this clearly in Ma'ariful Quran, mentioned in Urdu and in English in the eighth last volume. You will see it there. Mi on a Friday. So, what must you do, the listener, the man upon whom Jumma Salat is compulsory? Hasten towards the remembrance of Allah. You can't be sitting at home and dreaming. You can't be sitting at home and say you're making reciting Durood Sharif and Dua no now you must move to the masjid while you're walking you can recite your Durood Sharif Salawat but you can't be staying there at home or in your shop or wherever or sleeping to the remembrance of Allah remembrance of Allah refers to the khutbah the Arabic sermon and it refers to the Salat the Jummah prayer and leave your business so we have to close our shops for that half an hour for 45 minutes and Allah Ta'ala says close your shop for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah that is better for you only if you know my beloved father Allah grant them all genital fildosil a'la I remember that from 12 o'clock they would take the customers out especially end of the month or December time and so forth because they would make sure the shop must close and remember sometimes the customers will say no we want to say, no, go and you come back this time here and more business used to happen so that is when we do something solely only for the love of Allah Jalla wala, all my Allah will recompense us here in this world and in the year after. فَآتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ ثَوَابَ الدُّنْيَا وَحُسْنَ ثَوَابِ الْآخِرَةِ Hence all may Allah will reward you in this worldly life. That's a bansela, the bonus. And وَحُسْنَ ثَوَابِ الْآخِرَةِ And the handsome reward, optimum reward you will receive in the year after. But we must have that yakin and faith and conviction. Then you will see all these type of things happening in our life but today people themselves are negative and so forth so therefore you must remember that they have skepticism and that is a big problem today Quran Sharif states you must remember Amanu Billahi wa Rasulihi Thumma Lam Yartabu chapter 49 Surah Hujurat verse 15 the true believer must not entertain any doubt and where is this verse mentioned Surah Ali Quran chapter number 3 and verse number 148 all Allah speaks about the reward in this worldly life and the handsome optimum reward in the year after Mufti Sahib is it permissible for Muslims to eat products that have been labeled as kosher remember it's not permissible that I traveled on El Al the first time I went to Palestine, Al-Ardul Muhtalla, Al-Ardul Mubaraka, Al-Ardul Muqaddasa was in 1989, and it was after Hajj. 
So, mashallah, we got the flight. You must remember that from there, Jeddah to Cairo. And then after Cairo, now it happened that all the airlines, none of them were flying from Cairo. They told, told us we will get Sinai or some airline like that, but they canceled all their flights. So we went then to El Al and they said, yes, this place. And then we flew with El Al. There was no other option. It was 45 minutes or 50 minutes flight or something like that. Short flight like Joburg, Durban and flying time and then you must remember they came to me they interrogated us first you know how the jutlas haramis are and anyway so this was at cairo airport and we landed then in tel aviv myself my wife this was in 89 and then they brought the food i, I told them yes bring it i want to see so obviously i didn't taste anything i just wanted to see so they brought like a platter and it was covered by green and was sealed and then they speak in their Hebrew, and then they tell us in English also that, you know, if that seal is broken, then you must not accept it. After that, 10, 15, 20 minutes, then they bring alcohol, kosher alcohol. So if you study Judaism, you will find that their dietary laws are very strict, you must remember. Why it's very strict? Because it's a punishment for them. Almighty Allah Jalla speaks of this in the Noble Quran that upon the Jews we have made haram for them. So what is the meaning of zufur? So it means that the animals were claws and paws and so forth and so on. So why did Almighty Allah do that? Zalika him. This was to punish them because of their disobedience, their rebelliousness against Almighty Allah, against the prophets and the messengers, murdering the prophets and the messengers. And remember that they were the people who corrupted the Torah and they challenged Almighty Allah, Allah forbid. They said Almighty Allah is stingy. So Almighty Allah made them stingy. And cursed them. So they Therefore, they're not a chosen nation, they are a cursed nation. And Almighty Allah has mentioned this in several verses of the Noble Quran, chapter 6, Surah An'am. If you want to know about the dietary laws of the Jutlas and the Haramis, open chapter 6 and verse number 146. And if you want to know how Almighty Allah cursed them because of their statements and so forth, all this is in the Quran Sharif. And they, the Jutlas, they said that Almighty Allah's hands are fastened, Allah forbid. Meaning he, Almighty Allah, is very stingy, Allah forbid. But Almighty Allah is sustaining the entire universe and creation. And remember that people who believe, people who don't believe, everybody... But yet the Jutlas had the audacity to make such, you know, uh, such statements and so forth. So Almighty Allah said, Ghullat aidihim. Their hands are made to be stingy. Walu'inu bima qalu. And they are cursed by Almighty Allah, meaning because of their statement. Chapter 5, and that is Surah Nabaidah, and verse number 64. So that is how you will find in various verses. So that makes a mockery, you must remember, of the 
Jewish Judaism and Jewish dietary laws, they are law of kosher and so forth because they allow alcohol. So once you start allowing alcohol, khamar, khamar means ma yuhamidul akla, that beclouds your mind, it beclouds your judgment, you can't think straight. And Islam is the only religion in the world. When it wants to solve a problem, it doesn't start from the fruit from the top, it goes to the root and then it roots it out from society and community. Al Khamru Ma Yuhamirul Akla, Al Khamru Ummul Fawahish, Al Khamru Ummul Khabais, it is a mother of all vices and evil and so forth. When I was in Medina Munawwara, you know, many a time with Allah's help, we would meet senior, senior ulama. So Sheikh Muhammad Awama Hafizahullah, who's a great, great scholar there of Hadith, there in, in Turkey nowadays. So he is the student of Sheikh Abdul Fattah Abu Hudda, and it carries on and so forth. And he is the student, you must remember, that of other great, great ulama, Sheikh Zaid al-Kawthari and so forth, Rahimahullah. So I met his son-in-law, Sheikh Renaud, that Said al-Baghdash. So he told me that you teaching Quran, Hadith, oh, I said, yeah, he said, come, I take you home. So he took me home and he gave me many kitabs, mashallah. One is a masterpiece for those of you who know Arabic. Al-Khamru fil kitabi wa sunnah. You must remember alcohol in the light of Quran, Sharif, and sunnah and all that. So that is, must remember that this book here, and you will find all the references. Yes, alcohol and intoxicants and drugs and all that, they are the mother of all vices and all indecency and so forth. So therefore, Islam's teaching is ma askara kathiruhu faqaliluhu haram with what intoxicates in large quantities, the minutest quantity also is haram, one drop also is haram. So therefore, we must, obviously, I just told them take it back. I just wanted to see what they have and all. So like, you know, journalist and this was in 89 when I was still in Dalum, Newcastle Alhamdulillah so people who got this concept and idea that every kosher is halal totally rejected you must remember that then you're going to say that the alcohol also is halal Allah forbid so we reject that totally Mufti Sahib this child is about um, 8 years old and has started stammering and stuttering is there any du'as to read for this child? Allah, 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 make it easy for you, my son, my brother, that you, the parents, the elders there, the nanima, dadima, grandparents, dada, nana, so you all should be reading and blowing on this eight-year-old child. MashaAllah, what you going to read? Read Surah 20, Surah Taha, and verses 25, 26, 27, 28. Nabi Musa, alayhi salatu used to stutter, used to stammer. And Allah Ta'ala told him, Idhab ila fir'awna innahu tagha. You have to go to the Pharaoh and convey the message to him. And But now he was stuttering, stammering, and even the Pharaoh mocked him, Allah forbid, wala yakadu yubin. He can't even express and articulate himself properly. So all that, but Allah Jalla Wala accepted him. Nabi Musa salam, dark in complexion, sheepish hair, and his hair and his name Mubarak, and Nam Nam Nami Ismigrami 136 times mentioned in the noble Quran. No messenger, no prophet's name is mentioned so many times. So, what is the dua? Rabbi Shrahli Swadari Wayasili Amri Wahlul Ukadatam Milisani Yafkahu Kauli. Those of you who are listened to me for the past 20 years and more with 
help and mercy of all Allah. You know, before I start my tafsir and lessons and so forth, so we read this dua. In the morning, that tomorrow morning, five past five, inshallah, the adhan will go for fajr, and thereafter at 5.12 or 5.13, then I'll start, and then I read the same dua, because it's a powerful message and a powerful meaning. Rabbi Shrahli Swadri Ya Allah open my heart and bosom. Wayasili Amri O Allah make my brief, my task, make it easy, my duty make it easy. And Wahlul Ukadatamilisani Wahlul Ukadatamilisani Ya Allah you untie the knots in my tongue. You see, sometimes we get tongue-tied also. And sometimes we lose concentration. So, So people can understand what we are saying. So it's very good for the teachers and lecturers and so forth. Before you start your lesson and so forth, you read it, you read it softly, you read it loudly. So more people can benefit you, the parents and the elders. Read on the bay on the son of yours, eight years old, and blow on him, blow on the water, the food that he consumed, and inshallah things will come right with the mercy and grace of all. Mufti Sahib, which are the Sunnah days for cupping? Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen, today is the 17th of Safar, and mashallah, I was traveling, you know, Friday I left from here and I went to Heidelberg, my hometown, my, you know, place where I was born and bred and schooled and what have you, went to our madrasa, became Hafiz there, by my honorable Ustad, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, Hafizahullah. So anyway, and then yesterday I went there to Trichat and then came back today at 11.30 or so. And you must remember that you go up and down. And Now I'm telling you this, so why? I was there in Trichato, I don't know, but I heard from the brothers, they tell me, you know, they say somebody comes here to Trichat from Binoni or somewhere there, and he does cupping, so I said, oh, so I said, how often he comes, he said, no, he comes once a month, and he comes on these Sunnah days, so how important is cupping, do you know what is cupping, cupping is hijama, H-I-J-A, not pajama, hijama. So H-I-J-A-M-A. So remember that is cupping. So the blood that is in our body, sometimes it gets stale, sometimes it gets like, you know, contaminated, and Allah alone knows what, you know, the doctors, they'll tell you a lot of stories. And then remember that, so Islam brought about a ni'mal badal, a wonderful way. And what is that? Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu went for mi'raj. Physically, in the state of awakeness, and we, the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, believe in it, and all Allah speaks of this, from Makkah Mukarramah to Majidul Aqsa Day in Palestine and Jerusalem, chapter 17, verse 1, that is Isra, Subhanalladhi Asra bi Abdihi. So that is mentioned in the Quran, the first part of the journey. And then beginning of the 15 Jews, 15 Subhara. And then the Master, salam, led the Salat for all the Prophets and Anbiya, they at Aqsa al-Mubarak, Fajr Salat. And remember then, the Master, to show the world for all time, all places, he Habibuna 
Mawlana Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was, is, will always be the last and final messenger and the greatest and the most superior of all prophets and messengers, alayhi salatu salam, Imamul Anbiya wal Mursaleen. Then from there to the seven heavens and beyond, go open chapter 53 and the first, first 18 verses, you will find them. So we believe in it and the Master, alayhi salatu went physically, bodily, and in the state of awakeness. So that is what you call the Mi'raj. So every sky the Master, alayhi salatu salam, was passing, there the angels would say, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi salam, Mur ummataka bil hijama. Tell your ummah to do cupping. So it shows, go open Mishkat Sharif, you'll find the hadith there. There's a whole chapter on Mi'raj there. So that is how you will understand it. So which are the Sunnah days, 17th, today? So men must go to men, women to the woman, not otherwise. There are all problems then. And then 19th. So today is Sunday. Then 19th will be Tuesday. And then 21st. So that will be Thursday. So Sunday, then Tuesday, and then Thursday. So these are the best days to do cupping. You let all the old blood go out, and then, mashallah, you get rejuvenated and so forth and so on. So you get wet cupping and dry cupping and all these type of things, mashallah. So all you just make intention of sunnah, but the best one is the wet cupping where the blood comes out and so forth. Second one, remember that once I went, you know, I try all these things to donate some blood. I want to see what they do. So this was in Newcastle. So then they told me, they checked this and all that. They said, very good, so we'll take your blood. So then they leave some water, juice there, and one biscuit there. So I asked them, now what's all this? Because I must ask questions. I won't just accept what they just tell me. So why, why all this? They say, no, when the blood comes out, then you're going to feel weak. So you need, what, something to replenish you. We call in Arabic, badal ma yatahallal. Something to go back into your body because you're going to feel weak. Even after cupping, remember that. Therefore, for you, mothers, sisters, when you are in menses, then you shouldn't go for cupping because one side you are bleeding and then you're going to do cupping. You can get very weak. It's not haram or something, but from a health perspective, you should know these type of issues here. So therefore, 17, 19, 21st is very, very good, and that are the sunnah days to do cupping, and all of you should do cupping, and do it for the love of Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the love of Almighty Allah first, and then the love of Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, chapter 3, verse 31, in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, if you really love Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, Fattabi'uni, follow me, Habibuna Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, immaculately. Yuhbibukumullah, you become the beloved of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, Wayaghfillakum Zunubakum, and your sins will be forgiven. So imagine it's a win win situation. <laughs> Mufti Sahib, what's the latest news from occupied Palestine? MashaAllah, we are winning. Remember that the Jutlas are losing. How they are losing? Go read the Israel. I sent it out today. When I came back from Trichat, then I said, before I go and sleep for half an hour, 40 minutes or so, so there are a few important things, let me send it out. So I sent it out to all the groups, and that you can see it there. The Times of Israel writes there. Now, this is all their newspaper, not ours. So they say the Israelis, 21,000 of them have applied 
flight to go to Portugal. And if you go to the Harriets, they're flocking to Cyprus to buy property there, to buy buildings and flats and what and what and all this. Then you see one-third of the secular Jews, they're already leaving, and they're doctors and professors, and they don't want to stay in the country with BB, the war criminal Netanyahu, or Smotrich, or this not coming out, Smotrich, you must remember that, another war criminal. And remember that Ben Gwer, one of the biggest terrorists Israel has produced, super terrorists. So these are the people. Last night, 35, 35 consecutive weeks, remember that, the Israelis are protesting marching against their own government they say it's an illegal government so that is what's happening so that is how Allah Ta'ala is teaching us that I'm going to punish them and forever America can be with them, Europe can be with them, Russia, whoever is with them, it cannot prevent the punishment, these are the words of all, Matthew Allah Jalla Wala, chapter 7 verse 167 he Almighty Allah will surely, definitely, it is in the present tense and future tense with double taqid and tawqid, meaning definitely, surely, Allah will send against the Jutlas, the Haramis, and all their supporters, their Zionists, that they will be punished. Sometime by the Muslims, sometime by the enemies, sometime by the atheists. So, what Hitler did, we don't condone everything but certain things he did he was justified they were you know skinning the people alive with the interest rates there in Germany and they were promoting pornography homosexuality so any person who's got some common sense so common sense is no more common nowadays you know so therefore I'll never tolerate this so he gave them a good thrashing and punishment so remember and that six million is all fairy tales remember that there's no six million holocaust we reject that we don't reject the holocaust we reject the six million so you must remember but you must understand what we're saying and yes there are 6 million plus 7 million 6 million of our Palestinians in the diaspora they must have the right of hakul oda the right of return and so forth so you go and just read the Haaretz and see so you will find that he Ben Gwei is adding flames you must remember to the fire and so forth so that is all the problems so Allah Ta'ala has made it such no person in the world can tell you the Jutlas are united you might think that they are united but their hearts are totally fragmented and in this array and discord why chapter 59 verse 14 because there are people who got no brains how can you come as squatters there and then you invade the country and then you steal the country and then you in, you go and murder the children, you murder civilians, you go murder so many innocent people. In Gaza you saw again the attack and so forth. So you must remember that all this will continue. Why? Till jihad comes in the true sense. The only solution, we're not bothered of United Nations or United States or United Kingdom. It's and we're not worried that those Arab Tanpot dictators, Haramis, Murtads, traitors, Ghaddar, Innakum Murtadun wa Ghaddarun, Ya Ahl al Arab, O oh, you Arabs who are the leaders 
the kings and the presidents and amirs. You are murtads once you start making normalizing ties with Israel. Whether it's MBS of Saudi or MBZ of Emirates or whether it is the kings of Bahrain and Morocco or whether it is the pharaoh of Egypt or whether it is uh, the leader and king of Jordan. So whole lot out of the fall of Islam. We don't carry favor with any person, organization, politician or government. Our allegiance is to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, to Mustafa Rasulullah and our religion Islam. That is what we love for. That is what we will die with, inshallah, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. So the only solution will be one settler, one bullet will settle the issue. That is how Palestine will be solved, inshallah. We say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. We continue after the break. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. You have said, You will come and your angels will be lined up. You have said, Jannat will be brought near. You have said, Jahannam will be brought near. You have said, The scales of justice will be set up. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Ya Hamil Al-Quran Qad khassak Ar-Rahman Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Once again, we would like to remind you and also inform you that do remember Markaz Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah is an independent radio station and operates independently from any other radio station On uh, during the Q&A program as well as during other programs in the morning. Markaz Sahaba Online uh, voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah simulcast the program. So, meaning those programs are broadcasted on other platforms. But do remember, during the ad breaks, um, the each radio station is independent in playing the ad breaks. And Marka Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah is not responsible for ad, for the ads played during those particular times on other radio stations. Well, continuing with this afternoon's Q and A program. Mufti Sahib, our very next question that we do have is wanting to know which is a proper method of greeting someone? Is it Assalamu Alaikum? Is it Salamun Alaikum? Or which is most authentic? Almighty Allah Jalla teaches us the etiquettes of Salam in various verses. I'll read for you three verses from the Noble Quran. وَإِذَا حُيِّيتُمْ بِتَحِيَّةٍ فَحَيُّوا بِأَحْسَنَ مِنْهَا أَوْ رُدُّوهَا That when somebody greets you and tells you Assalamu alaikum, so the minimum you must reply to them is وَعَلَيْكُمُ السَّلَامُ And if you add few words, then it's all the better and your reward will be greater. 
وَإِذَا حُيِّيْتُمْ بِتَحِيَّةٍ فَحَيُّوا بِأَحْسَدَ مِنَا I greet you, Hafiz Wadi. Assalamu alaikum. You say, Wa alaikum assalam, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So you will receive the optimum, maximum reward. Otherwise, minimum, you must just say, Wa alaikum assalam. And this is enshrined in the Noble Quran, Surah 4, Surah Tun Nisa, and verse number 86. And you see, Almighty Allah Jalla wala, tells us about the Anbiya and the Prophets and Messengers. And that is like Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam story. So you must remember what had happened was that the angels were sent. And remember there in Canaan in Palestine, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam was based there. And in Sodom and Gomorrah, so there, Nabi Lut alayhi salatu salam was based there, where the people who commit the crime of sodomy, homosexuality, the gay brigade. So chapter 11, Surah Hud, verse 69. So the angels came with glad tidings. And Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, was crying, begging, petitioning Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. Chapter 37, verse 100. Rabbi Habali mina salihin. He has one old wife. She's the first wife, Sayyida Sarah radiallahu anha. He has a young wife, and that is Sayyida Hajar, Hajra radiallahu anha. She gave birth, and that is Sayyidina Hajar, Hajra radiallahu anha, both ways you call it Tarkhim. So nevertheless, Nabi Ismail alayhi salatu salam's Milad Mubarak takes place. Now Sayyidina Sarah radiallahu anha is going to give play the birth, although she is very old. So they came with the Bushra, and they said Salam, they made Salam, Salamun alaykum. Then he, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, said Salam, meaning Salamun alaykum. So if you say assalamu alaikum, it's better. You say salamun alaikum, so that also is permissible. So chapter 11, Surah Hud, and verse number 69. So we should remember that. Then you have the Jutlas, the Haramis, the cursed nation. They forever, even now they will tell the world that we have one peace. We want peace, P-E-A-C-E. But every day they want to steal more pieces of the land of the Palestinians and occupy more land. Occupation is terrorism. So therefore the whole world knows that these are the super terrorists. For past 75 years they are stealing and trying to justify it also. And they speak, you know, they give all folk tongue messages and you get the idiots among the Muslims and Arabs and so forth who fall for these jokers and these super terrorists. It's the time of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Medina Munawwara. That is where they were interacting with the Jews. And remember the Jutla would come. I give you two examples. First, the one mentioned in the Quran Sharif. Chapter 58, Fasura Mujadala. And verse number 8. Very easy. Chapter 58, verse 8. So when the Muslims would come, Sahaba would come, Assalamu alaikum, Ya Rasulullah. Assalamu alaikum, Ya Rasulullah. Words like that, because Salam is very good. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Awala dullukum ala shay'in idha fa'altumuhu tahababtum. But I not show you that action, if you fulfill it, carry it out, it will bring about mutual love. Afshu salama baynakum. 
when we deliver nikah lectures and so forth we say you're going to live in a house make your house a home and make your home dar salam a home of peace tranquility serenity make salam customary amongst you husband to the wife and vice versa wife to the husband parents to the children and so forth and sahaba would come and greet the master salam. the master salam would greet them now listen to what the jutla would do the harami the super terrorist chapter number 58 and verse 8 and when they came to you the jutla the harami then he greets you they greet you bimalam yuhayyika bihillah wa yaquluna fi anfusihim they greet you not in the manner that almighty allah greets you assalamu alayka ayyuhan nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh so they say now listen how with the folk tongue layyam bi alsinatim they say assalamu alaykum quick quick you see you saw how quick i did assalamu alaykum allah forbid now they omit and delete the lamb. So when you say assalamu alaykum, it means death to you. It means death to you. So you must remember Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, one day she overheard them because the masjid and the house are like attached together. She was furious and infuriated. She cursed them and so forth. Mustafa Rasulullah rahmatullahi alameen sallallahu alayhi wa said, mahlan, mahlan ya Aisha. Take it easy, take it easy. She said, Alam tasma' maqal, you didn't hear Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what the jutta said? He, the master alayhi salam, said, I already replied, I said, wa alayk, same to you, death to you, jutla, not for me, for you. Allah is elevating me more and more. Then they even had the gall and the audacity, the jutlas haramis, to say, وَيَقُولُونَ fi anfusihim." They would say to themselves in their mind, لَوْلَا يُعَذِّبُنَ اللَّهُ بِمَا نَقُولُ Why Allah is not punishing us when we're saying all this? So Allah passes the verdict. حَسْبُهُمْ jahannam. Sufficient for them is the jahannam, the hell of fire. And eternally they'll be dispatched to jahannam when they die on that Judaism and so forth. Yes, Lonaha, they will enter it for Bi'sal Masir. And what a horrible, terrible place to return to. Chapter 58 and verse 8. The same Jutlas go open in the Hadith Sharif. So when Sahaba, the beloved student's companions of the Master, alayhi salatu salam, would sneeze, you know, they say, then they say, Alhamdulillah. The Master, alayhi salatu salam, would say, Yerahamukallah. That Allah Ta'ala had mercy on you. Now there's Jutla, Tom, Dick, and Harry, you understand? Goldstein and Gold Region, Snot Region, Smot Region, all these Haramis. So their grandfathers and that. So I sent out one nice one today. You know, people, they sent me a lot of things, man. And some are very good. Then I have to, I don't know how to do all this. Then I have to get this brother, that brother, the Suleiman and them, they help me. So I tell him, Suleiman, just get rid of all these photos and what have you, all these animate objects. So he says that story time, brother Tobela. So they say, never ask a woman her age and never ask a male his salary. And never ask a jutla, the Zionists, who were your grandfathers and your great-grandfathers. Because they're all foreigners. They came from somewhere else. So therefore, they get very upset. They're squatters and invaders, you see. So when the jutla came, then deliberately, kali-kali, pretending, you know, makkar kareto in Mammon, we say. They pretend. So they'll come deliberately in the court of the master. 
and make like they're sneezing. And loud you will say, Alhamdulillah. They now anticipating that the Master, alayhi salam, would say, Yarhamukallah, that Allah have mercy on you. But Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa is, will always be the most beloved, the most precious to Almighty Allah. So, Wahikam, don't say that for these jutlas, harami. Say, Yahadikumullah. Allah must guide you to the truth, you see. Now, now, go to Jerusalem, go to Tel Aviv, go to Haifa, go to Beersheba, go to Israel, the rock apartheid regime. They took one hadith of Sahih Muslim. Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, the time will come. That what will happen is that you must remember every tree, every stone will bear testimony against them and say, Ta'alia Muslim, Ta'alia Abdullah, Khalfi Yahudiyun Faktulhu. Behind me is a Jutla, is a Harami, you must neutralize him. So, illa al gharqad beside the gharqad tree, fa innahu min shajaril yahud. So, that tree there, it belongs to the Jews. Hadith sahih, authentic hadith in Muslim Sharif. So, that is, they plant everywhere the gharqad tree. They say, this tree will help us. Nothing will help you eventually remember that. So, we today, when people contact us, speak to us on the phone, we just make salam, salam, and hafka, not permissible. Either you say Assalamu Alaikum or you say Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah Barakatuh and you reply like that or you say Salamun Alaikum. So that also is fine. But Assalamu Alaikum is ma'rifa and more taqid and more emphasis. So that is the best. Mufti Sahib, this husband had issued the talaq whilst his wife was menstruating. Is the talaq valid? One day, Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, the son of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, that he issued talaq, remember that, while his wife was in Mansus in a hadith. He, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Murhu fal Tell him he must take her back. So take her back means the talaq is valid. So the others, how are you going to take her back? So if you gave one talaq is one, if you gave two talaq is two, if you gave three is three, then you can't take her back. So remember that's not the ideal situation that you give an issue talaq verbally or in writing whilst the wife is in menses. All Allah speaks of this in Surah 65, chapter 65, verse 1. The surah, the chapter is called Surah Tuttalaq, the chapter regarding pertaining to divorce. Ya ayyuan nabi, see, Almighty Allah never addresses the master, alayhi salatu salam, by his nami, nami, ismigrami, by his name. Allah speaks of 25 prophets and messengers in the Noble Quran. Ya Zakariya, Ya Yahya, Ya Musa, Ya Isa, Ya Ibrahim, Ya Nuh. But when it comes to the master, والسلام, see the respect. How much love, respect must we show when the king of kings, Almighty Allah, confers so much respect to the master, والسلام, Almighty Allah himself. Ya ayyuhal rasul, ya ayyuhal nabi, ya ayyuhal muzzammil, ya ayyuhal muddathir. See, Surah 65, chapter 65, verse 1. Ya ayyuhal nabi, Allah Ta'ala changes the uslub, the methodology. Ida talaqtumun nisa, when your ummad did the issue talaq and divorce, fatalliquhunna li'iddatihinna, then issue the talaq li'iddatihinna. 
So in that period of cleanliness where you were not intimate with your wife, where you did not fulfill conjugal relationships with her, so that is how the proper talaq should be given as a last, last resort, not the first option. You must try all means. Our function and duty is to make the home and not break the home. But if that person gave one, two, or three talaq, whilst the lady is in menses, then all the talaq will be valid. And on that, there's consensus, ijma, according to all four schools, Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanafis, Hanbalis, everybody. So we should understand that one is the proper method of doing things. And one is, if you do it, then it will be valid. You should not be giving three talaks one time. But if you gave it, all three talaks will be valid. Therefore, in Sunan Sa'id bin Mansur, Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab radiallahu ta'ala used to say when he was Amir al-Mu'mineen, if anybody now gives three talaks fi majlis in wahid at one time, triple divorce, bring him to me, then what will I do? La'uja'atuhu. I will whip him, lash him, and cause him much pain. So Islam is saying, even when you issue talaq, then give one talaq. Then you can still reconcile. And if things still go bad and worse and deteriorate, after two months, six months, one year, you give the second one. And then things, then you give the third one. But you give all three ones, so all three are valid. Remember that according to all four schools and the hadith in Bukhari Sharif also. But the manner you chose is not right. So therefore, if you have a proper Khalifa, Amirul Mu'minin, then they can punish you for that, remember. But all three talaqs will be valid. Mufti Sahib, who was Jubair bin Mut'im radiallahu anhu? Remember, these are all eminent Sahaba. Every Sahabi is great. If you just take the Quran Sharif, what do you see? All Mati Allah Jalla Wala speaking about Wakullahu wa Adallahul Husna, chapter 57, verse 10. And all Mati Allah speaks of all the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum wa raduan. Our Honorable Ustad taught us one beautiful lesson about Sahaba. Any Sahabi you take, male, female, adult children. See, I give it to you. Hazrat Muhammad Salimullah Khan Sahib, Nawar Allah Marqadahu, he taught Bukhari Sharif for more than 50 years or 50 years. He became Hafiz in 27 days, remember that. And he passed away when he was over 90 years old, some even say more. So anyway, Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus Al-A'la. He said, who is Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? He's the great, best, greatest teacher and the best of all Allah's creation in the entire universe. What were the functions of the Master, salam? Just now you started the program, Surah 62, verse 9. Now go to Surah 62, verse 2. Surah Al-Jumu'ah, verse 2. يَتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ So the Master, salam, must recite to them. Them, the Sahaba, the male, female, adult, and children, teach them how to recite the Qur'an Sharif properly. They were Arabs, but yet they required a teacher. For you him, purify them, sanctify them. And that is, we must remember, from kufr and shirk, from blasphemy and polytheism, and internally pride, jealousy, and hatred, and greed, and so, hubbul dunya, excessive love for this world, hubbul mal, excessive love, love for wealth, and so forth. So all these type of things. For you allimuhumul kitab wal hikmah. 
teach them the Quran Sharif and the, the meaning and the meaning of the Sunnah Hikmah so sun Hikmah ye means Sunnah so that were so the teacher the master salam, the students the Sahaba the curriculum and Salabai the Quran Sharif and the Sunnah Mubarakah examination time who's going to take you call me to be the external examiner for the students so we are all sinners we are all ordinary people what we are Almighty Allah says, I gave you the best environment, Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara. I gave you the greatest teacher. I gave you, remember that, the best curriculum and the best environment. So I, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, am taking the examination, Surah 49 and verse number 3. Thus Arabic you will understand. Ulaikalladina. Imtahan Allahu Qulubahum Littaqwa The Sahaba or those people Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Companions That Allah Himself took the imtihan The word imtihan is mentioned Imtahana So Almighty Allah examined them Took the examination Do they have taqwa through piety Allah consciousness in their hearts The time for results Surah 49 verse 3 for them is forgiveness and for them remember is a magnificent reward now the time to give them certificate so what certificate Allah gave radiyallahu anhum wa raduan almighty Allah says he's pleased with them with all of them and they are pleased with almighty Allah chapter 98 surah bayina and verse number 8 and then Allah made it even clearer chapter 57 verse 10 that remember for each one of them is Jannat al-Firdos therefore we say anybody speaks criticizes castigates the Sahaba anyone then such person is out of the fall of Islam and hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif he rahmatulil alameen sallallahu alayhi sallam said when you see those people swearing, cursing, castigating my companions for Kulu. He Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen, the mercy to the entire universe said, You must say, La Anatullahi Allah Sharrikum. Allah Ta'ala's curse is on you for the evil you are committing, like how we say, Khumaini, La Anatullahi Allah's curse be upon him. He was swearing, abusing Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Aisha, and great, great Sahaba, Amir Muawiyah, and so forth and so on. So such people can never be Muslim. So we must be clear on this. And those people who don't say that, then we call them Ghaddar. We call them traitors. We call them scholars for dollars. Remember that because they are silent on a clear-cut issue. And all Allah has warned us about this. Surah 9, verse 79. minhum. Those people who mock the Sahaba, minhum. Allah will mock them. Walahum adabun alim. And for them is a painful, terrible, horrible punishment. So any Sahabi and if you want individual go open Ibn Hajar's work Al-Isaba Fi Tamyizi Sahaba every Sahabi you will find almost there so read that and you will find great information Mufti Sahib please explain what is Istidraj Istidraj is three terminologies Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah gave the prophets and messengers Mu'jiza 
Maf. Mu'jida means miracle. Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam is going alone. Then his brother accompanies him. They're going to the Pharaoh. He doesn't have an army. He doesn't have arms. He doesn't have ammunition. He's going to the tenpot dictator who's so mad and crazy <coughs> who claimed that he is divinity in the form of humanity. He even claimed that he is God, Allah forbid. Ana rabbukumul a'ala. I am the supreme being. So to such a personality is going. And then you must remember that Nabi Musa, salam, what, what is he going? With mu'jizah, miracles. <coughs> he was dark in complexion. So first miracle, the first time he went, Take these miracles and go to him. He take the stick, the staff, the asa, and throw it. For mubin. It will become a big snake and serpent. And Pharaoh and them got a the shock when they saw that. So then it came back to its original form. So one miracle, mu'jiza. Second one, Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam put his hand under his armpit and then when he took it out, if you know Arabic, suddenly the whole hand becomes white and is shining and glittering in Nazirin. So these are miracles. Nabi Isa alayhi salam, Jesus, a child, a baby, born blind. He's called Masih, Masih ibn Maryam. Isa also and Masih also alayhi salatu wasalam. He takes his Mubarak hand, biyadihi a sharifa, and he massages the baby and rubs on the baby, and he takes Allah Allah's name, and the baby can see. People who suffer from leprosy and so forth. So mu'jiza. But their miracles are gone with them. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Miracle was, is, will always be the greatest. And it's a loving miracle. 6,236 verses, the noble Quran. And you must remember 114 chapters. So every verse is called ayah. It's a miracle. It is a sign and symbol of all. And you take pious people, for them is karamat. Karamat means certain extraordinary things take place. Nabi Zakaria alayhi salatu salam enters the chamber of Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha. Kullama dakhala alayha Zakaria al-mihrab wajada inda rizqa. Every time he goes there, he sees some food and fruit and what have you. And it's all out of season, you know. He asked her, from where are you getting all this? You come to my house now, you see, filled with leeches and mangoes. Nothing happening here. I'm just giving an example. So you must remember that. He said, Call it, oh, I mean, in the law. All this is from Almighty Allah. So Almighty Allah blessed her with all this. Chapter 3. And remember verse number 37. So then he got inspired and he made dua. Ya Allah, me, Zakaria salam. My wife, Alicia, we're so old, but if you gave Maryam radiallahu anha this fruit and food out of season, then give me and my wife a child, ya Allah. Rabbi habli miladun gadurriyatan tayyibah inna kasami'ud dua. Chapter 3, verse 38. That you call karamat. What you call? Karamat. So karamatul awliya haqqun. So for the awliya, Allah, the special servants, all Allah give them.
But if you go to India, you come to South Africa, you go here and there, London, Dubai, you will see Muslims who don't even read Salat or by mistake, they read Jummah Salat, but they're walking through the fire and they're poking themselves with the swords and so forth, and maybe some of them walking on air also. So all that, you must remember, flying on the air. And so all this, yeah, and they're not pious people. They co- complete major, major sins they commit. So that you call istidraj. We will take them degree by degree and then and then we give them, you must remember, such a punishment that they don't know from where it will come and they'll be dispatched to Jahannam. So the word istidraj is mentioned in Surah Qalam the Pen, chapter 68 and verses 44 and 45. So that is for non-Muslims, you go India, you know when you go for touring, they take you to this temple and that temple and so forth, and they speak, so we listen. So they will tell you that sadhu, that person's hands are like this, up like this for how many years, and this person is like this, and so forth. People are walking, you must remember, in the fire, and so So all this is part of jadu, sorcery, magic, witchcraft, and so forth. It got nothing to do with piety of people. It happens to non-Muslims, happened to Muslims who are major, major sinners and guilty of major crimes. So that is istidraj. Simple, give a thief enough rope to hang himself. So that is istidraj. Is it permissible for a lady who wants to accept Islam to take the Shahada in the state of Hayes? Whenever a person who's a non-Muslim, they are a Jew, Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, atheist, whatever, Satanist, and he or she tells you, I want to embrace Islam, then me and you must make them Muslim immediately, even if you delay the Salat and so forth. Why? Because you must remember, no one has guarantee when death will strike. You tell him, no, 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 don't worry. Come back after one hour, three hours, come back tomorrow. Not permissible. Almighty Allah teaches us, chapter 8, verse 38. قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا You, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa, sallallahu sallam, tell the non-Muslims, if they abstain from their blasphemy, polytheism, from worshipping the idols and worshipping Jesus and worshipping all these things here that are not permissible, and you abstain from it and you embrace Islam sincerely, their sins of the past all forgiven out of the grace and mercy of Allah. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Khalid bin Walid radiallahu an opened Mishka Sharif, opened the seerah mubarakah of his Khalid bin Walid, how he embraced Islam. Go open Al-Isaba, you will find it there. Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, Inna al-Islam ayahdimu makana qabla. Islam expunges, erases the sins of the past. And me and you who make somebody a Muslim, like our brother Ibrahim Anderson and other people, Allah reward them. So Allah Ta'ala make it easy and accept it. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh, wahida. If one person embraces Islam because you made effort on that person, then khairul lakamin humurin na'am is better, humurin na'am is better for you than the red, red camels. Better for you than all the red 
Red Rolls Royce and Cadillac and Mercury and Bentley and Ferrari and Porsche and whatever you. So all that put together. So go open Mishkar Sharif and that you'll find it there. So therefore, when a person, she's in Mansus, she's in Nifas, postnatal, she's in Janabat and whatever they eat. So Janabat means where they need a compulsory gusal and all that, a bath. So remember, same time, immediately you must make them Muslim and explain to them the laws of cleanliness and all that. So then afterward, they can take the bath and everything, remember this. So the Shafis, as it is, they say that ghusl is compulsory in the Islam and embrace Islam. Hanafis say it's mustahab sunnah, but in this time, in this age, we also say they must take a bath and should take a bath because they don't know our laws and so forth. But don't delay their pronouncement and announcement that they entering into the fall of Islam, so do not delay. Justice delayed is justice denied. So always remember that. We say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Saib. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. And after the break, we continue. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132.